Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All issues in the community, please report to Dave Chappelle and Jay Prince. What is up? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And here's where we keep you updated on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It is Tuesday, and I guess it's T-Pain Tuesday, because T-Pain and Usher have finally made up. They finally got together and talked, not fake made up last time, like when Usher said it, but a real makeup this time. So we'll get into that. Also, there's even more lawsuits rolling in from the World situation for Travis Scott, unfortunately. And we have Gunna, who has addressed these dating rumors between him and Chloe Bailey. Are they a couple? Are they not a couple? We finally get the answer but before we get into that gotta say make sure you follow the podcast hit that follow button spotify apple podcast Podbean, stitcher iHeartRadio. you know we on all the apps so whichever one you're listening on make sure you follow us please and thank you now let's get down to it okay so let's go ahead and start it out with t-pain and usher do we need to give the whole backstory on this again i feel like we've given this backstory so many times but if you don't know T-Pain basically revealed during an interview that Usher started a four-year-long depression for him because Usher decided to tell T-Pain that he ruined music and messed up music for real singers by using auto-tune. Right, and then ever since that happened, in the past couple of days, we've talked about uh, T-Pain saying that Usher went on an interview saying he did talk to T-Pain and T-Pain said, well, he didn't reach out to me yet, so I don't know what he's talking about. And it was all on the Angie Martinez show. And Angie was like, you know, people get busy. Maybe he's getting around to it like you never know type of thing. And T-Pain was like, well, he ain't apologized yet. So that's what was going on. But looks like they now have came together. They hugged it out. And they ended this quote unquote beef. Hmm. Hey, we need all the positivity, all the making up we can get these days. Okay, it's been a wild 2021 so wherever we can get the makeups let's do it let's put it together they got together on stage at a show they hugged it out it was a very beautiful moment very touching heartwarming moment now the reason they even came together in the first place was because of Dave Chappelle's new untitled documentary which showed a bunch of fans all in attendance in Atlanta I feel like Dave Chappelle has been at the center of a lot of just these moments recently because he was just with Drake and Kanye at Drake's place when they reunited. So I feel like is Dave Chappelle like reuniting the entire community right now? Is that what's happening? 
something with him and Jay Prince, they got it right now for some reason. So whatever's going on, they got it. All issues in the community, please report to Dave Chappelle and Jay Prince so they can be resolved swiftly and peacefully because clearly these two guys have the answers. So yeah, basically um, T-Pain and Usher both got on stage. They're like, I love you, bro. I'm telling you, we ain't going through nothing. We ain't going through anything that everybody is talking about. Like it's all love. Um, And they were just saying like, it's a lot of division going on right now. So they just wanted to come together for this moment. So that was beautiful to see. Yeah, that was good to see. But it looks like I saw T-Pain say a lot. I wonder if Usher said anything like back because I thought he was <laughs> Usher's doing. T-Pain told me, I love you, bro. But what did Usher say? <laughs> well, I mean, Usher was the one who was capping about them making up in the first place. So something tells me Usher's not too emotionally invested in the situation. But... You know, if they're going to come together and decide that it's peaceful and it's all love, then we just going to take it at face value that it's all love. Well, at least I am because, like, honestly, Usher may feel like, all right, I said something to you back then, but, like, are you going to try to put four years of depression on me? Like, he may feel that type of way about it, which would be messed up, but he may feel that way. Like, that's not my fault, like, that you went through that. He probably feels sorry that he went through that, but he may not feel like that's his fault. So whatever the case is, however Usher feels in the situation, like, I'm sure he won't be saying anything like that to T-Pain or probably really anybody in the future. And that's about the best you can hope for at this point. Yeah, that's true. You got a point. So, but at least it's over. It's good. And everything's all kumbaya now, so. Exactly. Now, one thing that's not kumbaya, these Astroworld lawsuits. They keep on rolling in. Um, now, they are saying, though, that Travis Scott could be potentially off the hook for some of these lawsuits. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the big lawsuits, well, they all keep piling up. So I don't think there's just one in particular. But a lawyer who spoke with uh, Yahoo Finance about everything going on with Astroworld and Travis Scott He had brought up that the law requires him, Travis Scott, to engage in specific conduct that incited the incidents. Um, What did he do at Astroworld that night? That's the question the courts will be asking. So it's kind of like saying that um, he really didn't do anything. Like someone had mentioned up, like, if you're a violent person, but you don't punch anybody at a fight, then you can't get in trouble. Like people try to bring up his past shows and his lyrics and his behavior in the past. But if he didn't do anything to like really cause harm, then that may be the loophole where he won't get in these lawsuits. If that makes sense. Yeah. And the I guess the pushback against that could be, well, he said, oh, let's shake this thing and let's mosh or something to those effects. Basically like hyping the crowd up. But everybody does that at their shows, basically try to get the crowd as hype as possible. So um, I'm not sure what his liability on that would be. Again, I think we really do need to get a lawyer on the podcast so like we can really get a step-by-step breakdown um, when things like this happen so that they can tell us like, okay, will this person be liable if they said this? Okay, Travis, Pot- Travis Scott said, let's make this whole thing shake. Is that classified as inciting a riot or making the crowd go crazy? Does that, can you legally be held responsible for that? Or is that just all covered under the guise of, hey, I'm doing a show? Like, we need we need to get a real legal professional in here. I think we're going to do that. Yeah, we got to do that. We got to get some help solving some of these DX Daily cases. But I do agree with the fact of I don't think Travis really should be bearing the brunt of all of this. Like, 
yes, he's the f- performer. Yes, he's the face of the festival. But he didn't sit there and pick out, handpick the security people. He didn't sit there and go over logistics for the exit. Like, that is the job of the the festival promoters, festival organizers, rather. Like, so I feel like they should kind of be bearing the brunt of this. And I feel like Travis is kind of getting all the negativity behind it. Now, while he does share in some of the blame, I don't think the majority of the blame is his. I will say that. So it was not good to hear this story because nothing about it is good. But I, I'm, I, I'm okay with hearing the fact that, okay, some of these lawsuits against Travis specifically might be dropped. Yeah, especially since a lot of these lawsuits, they're now about $2 billion in these lawsuits. So if he doesn't have to... Well, none of these lawsuits, if some of these lawsuits don't actually come to fruition and happen against Travis Scott, then that is, like you said, not good, but $2 billion in lawsuits is a lot. So if he can knock off something, that's better than, you know, having to pay $2 billion. Yeah, and he wouldn't have to pay the whole $2 billion on his own because when people put that figure out there, $2 billion, it's not the whole $2 billion is people... People aren't suing Travis specifically for the whole $2 billion. It's Travis Scott, it's Live Nation, it's Apple, it's Drake, it's whoever else they named in the lawsuit. So all of those people put together, all of those lawsuits put together, that's the number that they're counting for the $2 billion. So it wasn't $2 billion specifically for Travis to have to pay, but it was still a lot of money for him to have to pay. So either way, yeah, just hopefully this gets sorted out. I don't know. I was going to say in a way that works for everybody, but again, it can't really work because people died. So I guess in the best way possible, I hope it works out. Yeah, for sure. Now, even more Travis Scott news. So now it looks like his bodyguards uh, have decided to turn on him when it comes to a lawsuit having something to do with one of the people that died at the show. Yes. So it's um, this article is saying that it's the people that were hired to be the bodyguards at this show. So not like the bodyguards that like he walks around with all the time, but the bodyguards that were hired for the festival they are filing a lawsuit because they are saying that they have been permanently scarred from the event and having to carry this dead body like it has left them scarred, like mental issues and things like that. So they're saying that they're claiming mental and physical injuries from working the event. Um, one of the bodyguards says he witnessed CPR being performed on lifeless bodies and pulled a person from a crowd crush who ended up dying. So that lawsuit, they're asking for another million dollars in damages. Okay. I can definitely see being traumatized from the event. I could see needing financial help with getting help for whatever it is that you went through during the event. But again, it's the direct suing of Travis Scott that really has me puzzled here. Like, so you think he is directly responsible for this, not the people that hired unqualified people, not the people that were blocking exits with equipment and making security risk like not none of those people Travis Scott directly is responsible for you seeing this dead body and these people getting crushed like I don't know that part of it blows my mind but I'm definitely not here to say oh well you didn't go through nothing or you didn't die or you this so you should be fine like I'm not saying any of that but I'm just confused on how the, all of them, all of the lawsuits or a lot of these lawsuits, especially ones like this about the mental, it, um, the mental anguish that people went through. Like, I don't understand how they're directly suing Travis Scott for that part. That's the part that's confusing me. 
Yeah, I don't get that either. Like, I don't know if they just think like, oh, I'm gonna automatically go towards Travis Scott. He has the money type thing or they need to break it down and really find a specific person that's not Travis Scott in these situations. Like, I think they said they're going after like Live Nation as well and the people who hired them for being a bodyguard. But Oh, okay. Yeah, but to always go at Travis is like kind of a stretch. And also suing Cactus Jack Records and a lot more others in the process. So they're just going to everybody at this point. Wow. Okay. Well, that makes more sense then since they're adding other entities into it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to we're going to get a legal professional up here so we can really just ask the questions that need to be asked. Yes. All right. Now, let's talk about something a little lighter. Let's talk about Gunna addressing these Chloe Bailey dating rumors. So recently he pulled up at the American Music Awards, which happened this past Sunday. And, you know, it was out at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles and Gunna got stopped by Billboard and they decided to ask him about Chloe Bailey. But before they got to that, you know, they had to ask him about Rihanna dressing up as him for Halloween because that went viral, totally viral. Like, and she, you know, the crazy part was like Rihanna literally looked just like Gunna when she dressed as him. She did his fashion week look that like all black type of look. And then she had like the colored hair to match and everything. So first they asked about that, right? Yeah. And he was uh, saying how he felt about it. And he said, he was like, oh my gosh, the goat just went into my closet and got dressed. He was like, I couldn't believe it, but I was very, very flattered and honored. I didn't know where it came from. Nobody ever dressed like me because it was like an original costume outfit to just go after Gunna. Like I wouldn't expect Rihanna to go as Gunna for Halloween too, but she definitely killed it. Yeah, no, it really was super original. <laughs> like, what would even make you think? Only Rihanna would think to go as Gunna for Halloween. Like, and honestly, it makes sense. Like, Gunna has such a distinct look. He has such a distinct way of dressing. I'm surprised no one has went as him before now that Rihanna did it. But it made sense. She looked great. She looked good doing it. And then that's when they went on to the Chloe Bailey thing. And um, they basically just asked, like, are y'all dating? You know, the rumors sparked once everybody saw them all out at the Hawks game together in Atlanta. And plus, Gunna, you know, have been thirsting after Chloe a little bit online. So once people saw them out at the game, we were like, okay, is this an item? What's going on? They had rumors floating around that she was his cousin. I'm like, that is not his cousin, bro. <laughs> so he finally cleared it up. And he was basically just like, we're not dating. That was just like a date where we just go to the game and catch a vibe. But she's my friend. We went to the studio after and locked in. She's very creative, very talented, and you will be seeing more of us for sure. AKA, I'm not in there yet, but I'm trying to be in there. That's what that translated to to me. Yeah, Gunna got hope for this one, so I gotta give it up to him for that. For sure. He play, played it cool, but was still positive and still left the door open for like, hmm, it may be something. It's not ne technically anything right now, but, you know, I, it sounded like he wanted it to be something. So, you know, best of luck to Gunna with that. Hopefully that pans out well for him. But mm -hmm. I, I, I like how he answered that question. It wasn't messy. It wasn't trying to insinuate nothing. It was just like, no, that's not what it is. She's talented. We caught a vibe at the game. And you may, you know, you might see more of us. That's that. Like, <laughs> I don't see that. That I feel like is how people should answer these questions or go about these questions. You know, if these blogs or these uh, media sites or whatever do tend to get into your business or whatever we see publicly, I feel like you can just answer it like something like how Gunna answered it. Like that was a great response to me. Yeah, it was like a really great like PR 
answer coming right. from Gunna too like it was really good yeah so we'll leave it at that I I think I want to see that work though I think I want to see them together that would be a cool little couple yeah I think they'd be cute together Yep, so we're going to end it on that note. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A Dub on everything too. And we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. Mm-hmm.